Welcome to Every Believer Confident, hosted by Dr. Mark Farnham, where we explore in seven minutes or less how to effectively share and defend your faith. This is apologetics for the average Christian, with ideas and practical principles that can help you this week as you engage unbelievers with the good news of the gospel. Let's go get some confidence. Welcome back to the Every Believer Confident Podcast. This is Dr. Mark Farnham, founder and director of Apologetics for the Church, a local church training ministry to help ordinary Christians gain confidence that they can defend and share their faith effectively with unbelievers. We've just begun a short series on how to destroy the intellectual strongholds of unbelievers who resist the truth of the gospel. Last time we talked about how we need to look for what the authority is for the unbeliever in their resistance to the truth. Once a stronghold is identified, we can begin to challenge that authority. By undermining the authority in which he trusts, we can take away from the unbeliever the grounds of his objections to the gospel. This approach echoes the wisdom saying in Proverbs 21-22, which says a wise man scales the city of the mighty and brings down the stronghold in which they trust. Even though an intellectual stronghold can be difficult to bring down, Paul reminds us that Christians have been given divine power to do so. This power is not a magical power, but it's found in the arguments themselves. As he says in verse 4, we destroy arguments. That is, the arguments we use to defeat the objections raised against the Christian faith are powerful by virtue of being true. Truth is always more powerful than falsehood. Now, you might think, I have heard some incredibly difficult objections raised against the Christian faith. Can the gospel really answer them? And then the answer I can give you through my own searching, through philosophy and textual criticism and uh, various other attempts to challenge the Christian faith, is there's not any legitimate challenges raised against the Christian faith for which there are not good answers available to Christians. It's easy to see that this approach to evangelism is different than others that are often practiced. Some people who evangelize focus their efforts primarily on distributing literature, such as tracts. This approach often aims for quantity, that is, give out as many tracts as possible, with minimal interaction with those who take them. While tracts can be helpful as a summary of the gospel to be read at a later time, those who use them sometimes do so to avoid real conversations with unbelievers. I can remember handing out gospel tracts, and still do, but when I was younger, I would hand it out at the last possible second in an encounter with an unbeliever and mumble something like, hey, can you please read this in your spare time? It changed my life. That's fine if we only have a few seconds to spend with a person, but why not engage them in conversation? Why not show them that you're a real human being? Why not ask them about what they believe and challenge them on that? And then give the gospel track to provide a longer, fuller explanation of the gospel in case you can't go any further. This approach is somewhat similar to the what we call the gospel burp. This amounts to a monologue with the unbeliever in which the Christian tries to blurt out as much of the gospel as possible before the unbeliever cuts him off. 
this is called the gospel burp because the gospel is blurted out as fast as possible, and the Christian feels good afterward, and the unbeliever feels assaulted. The approach we're advocating here, though, is a genuine engagement in conversation with the unbeliever. And the first time I heard this, I thought, yes, that's what's missing from many of the canned approaches to evangelism that I've been trained in. Rather than reading a script, no different than Jehovah's Witness or Mormons, perhaps, uh, I engage someone in actual conversation and show an interest in them as a person before I begin to ask them about spiritual things. So this approach starts by showing an interest in the person and asking questions that get to the heart of the unbeliever's worldview and belief system. After beginning to talk to a non-Christian, you can steer the conversation towards spiritual matters any number of ways. Uh, An effective segue may be something like this. So what's your religious background? I use that one all the time. Or equally effective would be something like, so what do you value most in life? The key to statements that turn the conversation to spiritual issues is to move the conversation as naturally as you can into questions of ultimate meaning. Cornelius Van Til, who founded this approach, described this as carrying the Bible in one hand and a newspaper in the other. Now, most people don't read newspapers today, but basically he's saying, Be ready with the scriptures, be ready with the truth of the gospel, but realize almost anything can serve as a jumping-off point for spiritual discussions. That is, almost anything, including current events, cultural events, such as music, film, literature, etc., or common interests can be used to transition to spiritual matters. And the truth is, some people seem more gifted in this area. This is not an area of strength for me. I find it very difficult to figure out a way to transition the conversation from everyday talk to spiritual things. Now, once that happens, I feel comfortable in talking about whatever comes up. Other people experience the opposite. When I was a pastor, I had a friend in the church who was a contractor, and everywhere we went together, he naturally would turn a conversation to spiritual issues. And I envied him for that, but then also I had the ability to, once a conversation was begun, to give some answers that he couldn't give. So the truth is we need to focus on becoming good conversationalists, making people feel at ease so it doesn't feel like we are reading from a script or just repeating something that we've said. And that's all we want to cover today is the idea that evangelism and apologetics can start simply as a conversation where we begin to turn the subject to spiritual issues and to see where it might lead. I want to challenge you this week to attempt to do that and see what God does through you. For more information on how you can host a practical apologetics conference at your church or to listen to past episodes, please visit apologeticsforthechurch.org.